Hey guys, this is Courtney from The Messenger, and today we get to talk about spirituality, something that I've definitely wanted to talk about for a really, 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 really long time. Um, we talked about a lot of other things on this podcast, but spirituality is definitely something that I wanted to do. And uh, when you go through life experiences, sometimes your life just molds into what you want it to be in. It, this is something I could see myself talking about forever, uh, could see myself doing forever. So I kind of wanted to mold it around that. Um, first off, my name is Courtney. For those who don't know me, I'm Courtney Bell. Um, I guess I'll start off with a little information to kind of, you know, uh, so we can see some of the similarities between us. I'm not a savant when it comes to spirituality at all um i don't know a whole bunch about it i just know something about it um it's just something i've really started getting into recently um i'm a guy from kansas and usually when you come from kansas you have some sort of tie to, to uh christianity personally in my family's life we went from uh catholicism to uh Pente uh, type of Pentecostal faith uh, we were apostolic um, so they were the really loud Christians that liked to praise and dance um, uh, let's see uh, if I guess if I'm going to start this I guess you should start with the mindset right I, I guess my mindset kind of switched because if we're talking about this obviously I, I switched something in me uh, uh, forced my mind or not I want don't want to say forced but kind of molded my mind into a different direction uh when i was we'll start from 12 to 16 i guess i was having spiritual experiences okay and uh i would ask for hope a lot and the church didn't really have answers other than their own beliefs and spiritual super spiritual beliefs of what could happen right so demons angels message from god or the devil you know those kind of things and i didn't think that really helped me because the experiences i were having were very uh they were very real like i could prove them so to speak you know what i'm saying like you know tell someone about something that happened and give them uh some kind of encouragement or consolidate them or something like that and they're like dude how did you know that i don't even know who you are you know those kind of experiences well, anyways, from the time uh, of 12 to 16, it was uh, near that 16th birthday, I was ordained a prophet of the church and this community or this congregation um, where I was going to church is a really huge church. It was a really big church and they held yearly conferences where people came from other countries and stuff like that. It was kind of cool. And I got to say that, you know, before I go on, I feel like that faith served its purpose. It gave me a positive mindset, something to focus on, to be positive. Um, it, I feel like it brought out a lot of positive things in nature, but that's not for everybody. It doesn't do that for everyone, you know? So I think it held its place in, in my life personally. Um, uh, I, I am definitely an avid reader of the Bible. Um, or at least I was, um, I went through a lot of classes, a lot of studying. So I know a lot about the Bible. Uh, I've read a lot about the Bible, and I guess actually it was actually that that kind of set me on my on my pace. And I think that's kind of weird, right? Because people would say like, you know, doing things like reading the Bible should submit your faith, right? In that, but it didn't. It actually caused me to ask questions. And when you're a kid, you're not filtering things out like an adult is, right? You're kind of uh, just uh, asking those questions, you know that cross your mind and that's kind of what I did and I know that probably rubbed some people the wrong way but other people they were actually genuinely interested in the conversation they were genuinely interested and they genuinely tried to answer my questions um I'm outside right now kind of like being outside big Chevy truck all right I appreciate you guys um um <laughs> uh, but anyways, I was asking questions, a lot of questions. Um, and even though they tried to genuinely give me answers, they were not good answers at all. They only left me with more questions. Um, I guess I have to say personally what kind of derailed my faith. Seriously, though, was there was this one point in time where this homeless guy came to our church and um, 
he obviously needed help. Again, I'm a ordained prophet of the church at this point in time. And this is recognized by people who are who live overseas and all kinds of stuff. You know, you get like this certificate and all kinds of crazy stuff to authenticate your position, your title. And that's something that's weird to me too, that people cared about titles so much. But it happened. Um, I remember uh, that when that happened, I had a really huge issue with it because that's not the way you know, God of the Christian faiths, you know, would tell you to work, you know, you're supposed to love these people, do kind things for these people, but they were abnormally mean, and that's just me making the long story short, they were like terribly mean to this guy, and it rubbed me so wrong in my spirit, that I was just kind of like, dude, that's not right, people deserve kindness, and love, and understanding, and he was there for the service, he wasn't being rambunctious, or anything like that, that would cause a big, you know, high status church to kick somebody out. I think he just didn't fit the bill. He didn't look the best. You know, he didn't look like he fit in. And for that very reason, human nature took over and people started treating him mean. Anyways, that derailed me. So I went and I started looking for other things. And I'm someone who hasn't had a whole lot of, a lot of things taught about my life. I didn't know where I came from. I didn't know what I should believe in. I didn't, not even know how to really operate in life as a guy and i feel like it's again i'm going to say this you know while we're on this subject as a male i think it's very important for us to uh express ourselves and not just bottle everything up and act like you know hey i'm hercules you know like, i can take everything i'm superman you know like we're not superman far from it <laughs> very far from it and i think that's toxic a toxic mindset so i'm lucky i decided to think differently and I was like you know I'm gonna be vulnerable with myself and transparent look myself in the mirror and be honest I don't know myself and I don't think a lot of people do that you know they don't just sit down and say man I don't know sh I don't know anything <laughs> and I don't want to I don't want to say that on here because you know I'm, I'm trying to run a podcast but I got almost really real for a second but I don't know anything I almost said the other word but I don't know anything you know honestly uh and I'm honestly trying to learn you know, I, I really want to learn. I want to elevate myself. And I I don't even... Has anybody ever thought about this? You know, and again, my email is IamCourtneyBell at gmail.com. You can find me on uh, Facebook at CourtneyBell. You can find me on Inst, uh, Instagram at IamCourtneyBell. Uh, so you can find me at a lot of places, okay? Um, but just let me know, right? Have you guys ever had this... Uh, just like this moment of dude man like i really need to get real with myself you know what i mean because i had to get real real myself and i and i thought like you know a lot of people say think big and all these things have aspirations and goals and dreams but how can you really even have a understanding of what your like dreams and things like that is if you don't know yourself you know like you i don't you don't know yourself how can you imagine big or dream big or have this like goal of what you want to do right so i guess it took this kind of moment to myself to kind of say look i don't know anything and instead of going through life with this ego of no i do know myself i know myself better than anyone else or something like that i decided to hey let's get real you know this is at 16 17 years old i'm doing this you know i didn't stepped out you know i'm discovering myself and that's hard because your surroundings are all christian right so and and this isn't just with the christian faith this is it seems like any religion you know it seems like if you're the outsider you're treated differently because you don't believe the same thing but um i, I learn i start learning i do a dna test i find out where i'm from find out that you know i'm three parts uh i'm from uh nigeria mali and the congo and i thought that was really cool i'm from central and west africa so uh, i start looking at their culture and you know how they live what they're like what their spiritual beliefs are and stuff like that and i found you know you, you come to the ancestor thing and i know some of you guys are thinking it as i'm saying it but you get to that ancestor thing that they do believe in the ancestors they do believe in spirituality in the context of you know loving the earth and your fellow being and you know things like that and taking your experiences with you when you leave and you know basically the consciousness and universe theory theory you know what i'm saying so it, it gets to that point and i'm like all right 
well, how does this connect? And I start learning about consciousness and the universe and, you know, energy and frequencies. And this is stuff that's scientifically based. I think people are discovering God, not, you know, uh, disproving God. They're discovering the, the creator and all its glory. Um, and discovering that we also are connected to the creator and we are all little gods running around connected to each other and stuff. At least that's the theory I'm coming upon. And I actually feel like that's a true basis. It's something, you know, the frequency thing, the vibration thing that can be proven, you know, how your thoughts actually affect actual matter. That is a real thing that's proven. It's more, uh, real than anything I've learned. But, uh, so I start learning about that and, uh, and I noticed that, you know, the ancestry thing is just like the consciousness thing. It's, you know, you can connect to this universal consciousness, you know, and that really hooked me. And so it derailed me from Christianity and kind of put me on the track of spirituality. Okay. And that allowed me to also start opening my mind to other things like learning about different things. And of course, spirit medicine came up, meditation and chakras and your energy and things like that came up. And it made so much sense because growing up, I was always so um, sensitive to energy. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a difference between I feel like being just emotional and being sensitive to energy, you know, or like being like an empath and stuff like these, you know, you know how to uh decipher them and what's going on and things like that maybe i'm wrong but i do feel like there's a difference you know and, you know some people are just don't have a hold on you know uh their mind and their emotions and things like that and there are other people who can really sense things I'm not saying that i'm like an empath or anything like that i'm just saying that i was very sensitive to energies i always knew who i can hang out with who you know i'm like hey i'll just space myself and i always did that in a kind loving manner not like I can't hang out with you, you know what I mean? But I always knew who to space myself from and who not to space myself from. And so I think that's a pretty uh, a pretty important feat or characteristic or trait that you gotta have when you're talking about things like that. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Energies, vibes, you know? Because when you get those, you can, you guys, if you guys have ever been in a room or anything like that, you guys notice that, uh, you know, when you meet somebody, you can catch a vibe from somebody. You know what I mean? Like you can, you can sense or feel, or maybe like you've been in a situation where you like feel somebody's love towards you or how good, you know, their good intentions towards you. But in the opposite, you, I'm pretty sure people have also felt vibes from people that are like sketchy. Like you don't know that person, but you know, like that person doesn't mean me well. You know what I mean? Like if I hang out with that person, something bad may happen or whatever, you know, I, it's a real thing. And not only that, but there's scientific basis for that too. Um, obviously we can't talk about all of that cause we only got a certain amount of time, but though there's scientific basis for that too. Um, and I thought that was really cool. Kind of anchored me into the spirituality type of thing, you know? Um, and as I learned more and more about it, I kind of realized that NEDs, and or NEDs and <laughs> NDEs near-death experiences uh um psychedelic experiences like spirit medicines and even um people who uh have taken spirituality to the max you know and they meditate all the time and they're eating the right foods and doing the right things and you know they'll have these intense uh experiences you know and some of these intense experiences have been uh, observed by science you know and measuring the activity in the brain and things like that and showing that no there's something definitely going on here that we can actually measure we don't know what's happening but we can measure it and then you know somebody comes back out of it and they explain exactly what they did or what happened or you know whatever whatever uh but that definitely anchored me into that too, because it was a whole other topic of discussion where, you know, it's like, man, this is happening. You know what I mean? And it's something that can be measured. It's something that's tangible, I guess, in a sense. I don't know. Uh, so it kind of sent me off onto my journey. And as I'm learning, I'm starting to learn new things like, no, it's okay. These things aren't witchcraft. These things aren't sorcery and all these bad terms that people try to label these things, you know? these things are actually in the bible too you know that's something that really you know messed my whole 
mind up when I'm learning about these things. I'm like, wow, these things are in the Bible and these things were done before the Bible existed. You know what I mean? Like people did these things before the Bible even existed. And, you know, the Bible even talks about doing these things. So it's like, whoa, hold up. Wait a minute. Somebody didn't teach me something. Somebody, some, somebody was uh, skipping out on some information. That's how I felt. So um, at the age of 16 to 17, um, I decided to move on. I get to my mid 20s and, you know, I start actually really, you know, diving deep, you know, like really diving deep. And that's where where I started to uh, keep a book and start writing down all my discoveries and all the different experiences I was learning from, not just from, you know, the other side of the screen, watching somebody's, you know, tell about their experience, but actually going forth and talking to people about their near-death experiences that are comfortable with it, um, or talking to people about psychedelic experiences, spirit medicine experiences. You know, I've, I haven't gotten to experience myself, but it's definitely something that I'm going to be doing and, you know, documenting on this podcast. I'll even be having a vlog here soon so that, you know, you guys will actually have uh, something to look at, too, rather than just something to listen to. We're, we're kind of going for a, a Joe Rogan format. You know, that's kind of how I want it to be. I want it to be like an open minded discussion. So um, anyways, mid 20s, I'm documenting everything and it gets to the point to where, you know, I'm doing this podcast. Right. And. I've been doing this for some years now and uh, uh, for like two, three years now. But man, it, it just felt something. I don't know. Like everything comes together. Right. I'm just going to give you guys a little bit about myself. So when we start really talking about this, you guys know where I come from. You know, you guys are we're kind of like on the same page. OK. Um, when it comes down to it, uh, I started to really mold my life into I started saying to myself hey you know it's again this real look in the mirror kind of talk like hey you know I really want to live life right you get to this point where you're like man I really want to live life in the same rat race hamster wheel uh cycle is not working there's no purpose in that you know and I noticed that, man, I really love this spirituality thing. I really love learning. I really love hearing about people's experiences, going and experiencing new things. And this is something I really wanted to do. So I ended up form- formulating this podcast towards that. That's what we have, you know, the new episode we're doing today. Yay. But uh, I thought that was pretty cool. You know, I was just like, look, man, if we're going to do it, it has to be a point in your life where you're like, man, you just got to go and do it. And so now the this is what I'm doing, and I think it's pretty cool because it builds uh, what I love around what I'm doing. And that was the first step. Second step was, man, I actually decided, you know, bro, I, we really don't know anything, dude. Like we're really out here trying to figure it out, and it made more sense. It just keep, the thing about spirituality that I find very, 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 very cool is things continue to make sense as they go whereas other things that i've experienced they made less sense as they went on time went on you know it just makes more and more sense it fits so well and it's like wow dude like i'm really understanding these things and another thing that i really have to say that was a really cool thing for me and this is a personal experience is that when i was in christianity i was afraid of the god that i worshiped i feared him I have to honestly say right now on this podcast, on this episode, that I feared the Christian God. I felt like, you know, people will tell you he's a Christian, he's a he's a God of love or whatever and all this stuff. But I always felt like he was just this guy who's just ready to get me at any point in time. And I was even afraid to die. Like, I was afraid to, for this life to end because it's like, man, I'm going to have to go to this really judgmental God who's probably going to send me to hell forever because I'm not the most perfect person in the world, you know, and, you know, I'm just failing in, you know, this area and that area. You start really thinking, you know what I mean? Like, man, like, I'm not good at this or that or whatever, you know, but uh, it really, I feel like hampered my ability to worship and love, right? And treat people in love and things like that because you carry over that feeling of fear I feel like I feel like that's a real thing that you carry over that negative feeling you know and so love isn't there because it's replaced with this negative feeling right so you treat everybody else with fear in whatever capacity that may be but 
it was there. I was afraid of going to hell. I was afraid of the judgment. I was afraid that I stepped on the wrong blade, blade of grass. And, you know, I said, uh-oh, you know what I mean? But in this spirituality thing, there's so much forgiveness. There's so much understanding for not just human, uh, the human mindset, but just in any mindset, there's love there. There's understanding. There's the understanding that, dude, you're here to experience this and learn what you're supposed to learn here. You know, we're all one. And there's no uh, coincidence in meeting people, you know? So I took that and I ran, dude. I ran with it. And here I am. Here I am. And uh, I am now excited to be learning all these new things. All these new things are very exciting to learn about, you know? And I think it freed me from that that fear. Now I don't feel fear death. That's something that was insane to me. Dude, uh, suicidal suicidal dude i've tried to kill myself two times um i am a suicide survivor dude um yeah fix my mic here but um i'm a suicide survivor um uh, i've tried to commit suicide twice and almost succeeded and i didn't understand the meaning to life and that's crazy because i was in these religions and stuff that people normally are in and i could not find the purpose to life, the reason for why you should live life, right? Um, but in spirituality, which is wild, is is coming from that, I morphed into this mindset of understanding why I'm here, the purpose to life. Like, and it's not this damning purpose to life. You know what I mean? Like, I started realizing, oh, that's why I should. Oh, I get it. That's why I'm doing this. Wow, that makes more sense. That's why the little things are important. It gives you purpose to everything, right? That, at least that's what, the way it made me feel. Um, I don't know. To me, that's freeing. As I'm sitting here thinking about it, it's free. You know, it makes you feel so much more free in what you can do, how you can live, how you can learn. And I know this is probably going to sound maybe foreign to a lot of maybe men, Um but I'm, I, I, I grew up, man. You guys look, you guys are really learning something about me now. You guys are like learning about me. That's insane. Um, I grew up not really on the normal stuff. I didn't really care about um, impressing women. That was something that I really dealt with as a kid growing up. Uh, um, I didn't care about a lot of materialistic possessions. I wasn't really on it. Um, I didn't really care about uh, going to the function at the function that's popping off or uh, going to that new thing or talking about this new thing or keeping up on trends. Like, I really didn't know. Like, dude, I was and I'm an African-American male, dude. Um, I I didn't. Lil Wayne was popping off what in, in like 2009, dude. This is funny. I know. But he was popping off in like 2009, dude. Bro, I didn't even know who Jay-Z was. And I was like 14 man like i just didn't care like i was doing my own thing man people were so concerned about these like normal things that people would you say or people would say you would be worried about at those ages and stuff or just as a guy in general and i'm hoping men can understand what i'm saying here uh but i just didn't care um uh i was just I was in my own mind dude like imagination was was a bigger thing to me like i remember uh there's this parent teacher conference and my aunt i think uh went up to the school for me my mom was going through some things so she didn't have me and uh the teacher was like hey you know he's a smart student and she comes and show shows her uh, my little uh area where i keep all my stuff you know your cup your your coloring things your you know all your school supplies or whatever and i had all these notebooks like uh my thing was filled with notebooks and she put them on the desk she didn't even say anything she just opened them up and started flipping pages she was like he writes all the time and these are amazing stories i was writing books <laughs> as a matter of fact the book that i uh now have published called gods and men uh just a little fantasy book something i always had in my head as a kid and i finally got it out um but I was a writer. I loved to write, man. I ended up becoming a musician. I was just, you know, I just wasn't worried about the things other people were worried about. I was more so worried about spreading happiness and love to people. And I was more so worried about, you know, uh, 
doing something that could spread uh, positivity to the world. You know, I was always worried about that, figuring that out. Like, what can I do for the rest of my life that'll help spread positivity or whatever, whatever. But Charles, um, so I was an odd kid, dude. I was never the popular kid. I was never the, uh, <laughs> the 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 guy, you know, that guy or anything like that. And even when I grew up, you know, like I was still that dude. And, you know, people were like, man, he's weird. He doesn't really care about that. Or they'd be like, hey, man, there are these, you know, they're these hot girls. And they're, here, you know, here kicking with us. You want to come over? I'm like, nah, it's cool. I'd, I'd rather stay home, you know, get into the zone, you know, and create some new material or something. But So I was never really into stuff like that. So I, I don't know. I took a really abnormal route to things, you know, growing up. But, you know, Something I found cool in that, though, was is it made me think about things that I felt like were more important at the time. At the time, I felt like more, what was more important was, you know, being loving to people and spreading love to people. I felt like positivity was a big thing, you know, like these are things that no one taught me. I just kind of grew up with those things, like thinking that like those were the things I was more worried about. <laughs> and, and it's kind of funny because now you know the conversations all my conversations are usually based around spirituality um you know hey what are we gonna do when we you know uh when they do reveal extraterrestrials do exist because in my mind they do exist and the government has been talking about them for a while we just haven't been listening i talk about all these things you know things that i feel like really matter and uh small talk doesn't really work you know so that's why i have this podcast too so but, uh, you know, so spirituality really just, it clicked. It just makes sense. It just works. And I'm I'm happy about that. I'm glad I could tell you guys a little bit about myself, you know, too. Uh, so you guys kind of get a little grasp on, you know, uh, where I'm coming from with things and stuff. And hopefully, you know, it's that normal mindset, that normal person, normal guy mindset where it's like, hey, you know, I want to learn about something. But I'm just saying as a man, though, it was a weird mindset you know <laughs> it was a weird mindset there was these there was even this time in high school where you know i get to actually looking pretty sharp and stuff and looking good i get a little handsome and you know i start getting a little more attention i'm still acting like the little nerdy black kid you know uh, i thought that was pretty funny too growing up but uh so you know just as a man you know uh we really don't get vulnerable we a lot of times and when it comes to looking into the mirror, it's a little more difficult, I would think, at least from the, the conversations I've had with my friends, you know, I've been the guy who's more vulnerable, I've always been the guy who's uh, never really been afraid to navigate the emotions and kind of figure them out and understand them, I think that's a real thing to life, I think that's a real position in life that people should have, you know, like, hey, you know, let's go through these emotions let's let's see what they're about get to the root to them you know and find out what's really bothering us you know so we can actually elevate you know edify ourselves but i don't think that really happens a lot in uh, uh the western world or maybe the world in general but i think that's something that needs to happen and men are deprived of that and we're told that you know i wouldn't say really told but it's more so taught through cultural uh the cultural experience the western cultural experience you know it's not okay you know to go through your feelings you know like i don't like that i don't think that's a a good thing um so i've always just been the guy who's the front runner who's like look let's go through it let's do it let's figure it out you know and so i guess it's led me to this point here uh, yeah a little weird as a guy i guess i don't know but you know, uh, I think it's healthy, positive to have someone around that does that, I guess. Uh, I feel like it's helped me more than hindered me, you know, to be able to go through those things. And spirituality actually just connects with that. It just connects with it. Um, one thing that I definitely wanted to talk on this podcast, though, huge, is, uh, hey, what's up? I appreciate it, my man. Just post, man. Usually doesn't come around around this time. Dropping off a little box. Appreciate. It. I like being outside. I like being out and in, in nature. I think I'm gonna be taking a lot of my podcasts out to like you know uh, uh, hikes, 
you know, things like that, just going out in nature. Again, I want this to be an experience. I don't want it to just meet, be me talking on a podcast. I want it to be an experience. We're experiencing things together. So, yeah, you guys got to meet my mailman. I'm just kidding. But, uh, anyways, back on topic. I feel like it's very healthy for us to do that. As men, to sit down, go through our feelings, our emotions, come to a, you know, uh, conclusion and solution to what we can do to edify ourselves and build ourselves up even even better um but uh yeah meditation meditation is huge dude um i i want to talk about it because my experience with it is so new and honestly cool i feel like um when i first started meditating i really didn't think that it would be as uh potent of an experience as it has been Usually, uh, my past mindset about it was, it was just people safe place to go. And you could do that by playing a video game. You know what I mean? Going to your own little space, doing whatever it is to clear your mind. But it is very different, vastly different. I noticed that the more I experienced, the more uh, potent the experiences were. Um, I also noticed that it's not just a feeling of peace and stuff. Like you actually can tap into something i I can't tell you what it is maybe we'll figure this out in our journey when we go visit people and stuff like that but there's something you're tapping into man and it's it's big man it really just brings you down man um um (laughs) just now thinking about it something that i do want to try out is uh meditating on mushrooms psilocybin mushrooms which is why i want to see what that's like uh um, <laughs> because these experiences have been so crazy. And when I talk about, um, spirit medicine experiences, people just tell me about how intense they are. You know, I'm kind of trying to prepare myself for that. Okay. Being honest. Um, I heard those are really intense, but meditating, I've, I've learned about the different chakras, you know, the energy that courses through you and everything, um, and how to align myself. Um, I think that's really helped. I mean, insanely, like I really can't, uh, I can't downplay the amount of help that it has given me, I would have to say, uh, (laughs) that's crazy. Everybody's showing up today. Uh, it's actually a friend from across the street. That's wild. If you guys can hear that, but I'm not sure. Um, Uh, meditation has helped me out tremendously because like I used to have these emotions or you know we move really fast paced right all the time especially in American culture you're just moving 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 you really don't take a moment to like our self care in the western culture world I have to say is pretty crappy okay really 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 crappy and excuse my French but I'd rather say shitty because it it just is like we go from one thing to the next so fast at a million miles an hour and at the end of the day we don't even take time to be like okay we need to people say decompress but really what they mean by decompress is like they're just chilling no like authentic decompression where it's like i need to go through this you know i need to recollect i need to you know go through my thoughts you know and take care of myself real self-care we don't do that and with meditation what's made me do for one is take a lot more time to really deal with myself let's be completely honest in this podcast right people don't deal with themselves the majority of people don't deal with themselves do they like let's be real majority of people do not deal with themselves and i would be more than willing to bet that seven out of ten people could not sit with themselves in their own thoughts for a good amount of time i know somebody and this person cannot sit with themselves at all and i recently had thought about that and i was thinking man dude that really has to suck that you can't like you can't be with yourself like you can't enjoy yourself I think that's super huge, you know, when it comes to this experience here on earth, like 
you know, experiencing yourself too, you know, like, I think you are a part of this experience, so, majorly, but that's a huge thing, majority of people can't deal with themselves, and meditation has had me forced to kind of, like, sit down and deal with myself, you know what I mean, like, hey man, you gotta, you need to decipher some stuff, you know, you gotta go through some stuff, sift through some stuff, you gotta, hey, there's this meme, right, um, and, uh, it, it, what did it say? I think it was a Rick and Morty picture. And, no, it wasn't a Rick and Morty picture. It was, uh, Adventure Time. If any of you guys have seen the Adventure Time show, and it's got Finn and Jake, and, uh, <laughs> it's a forest full of demons, and it says, you know, when you take some time off, and then you go and you be with yourself, it's like, man, there's a lot more demons here than I remember, I see that every time I see that meme, I laugh so hard because it's like, I feel like some people really don't realize that there's things that they need to deal with and they do that. And when they do that, they're like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to go in, preoccupy my time. You know what I mean? And so they go and take their mind off of other things, off to other things. But, um, I always thought that was pretty funny. Um, but meditation has made me do that. Sit down, deal with myself, and actually work through things, come out better, and have a more, a, a look, th- I, I'm going to emphasize this because I think it's so serious in our Western culture, especially in American culture, that people deal with themselves. It is so huge. Why? Because then you have some figment of imagination version of yourself. That you think that you are. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever been around a person and they say they're all these things. And as you're hanging out with them, you're like, they're nothing like what they say they are. People have like this illusion of grandeur. You know what I mean? Like just, I'm just this amazing thing. And no, no, don't get me wrong. They shouldn't have negative thoughts about themselves. It should be positive. But you should have a actual realistic grasp on yourself. And where you're at. And where you need to improve. And where, you know, you might not be so good at. You know what I mean? You should have that understanding. If you, in your conversation, right, when you go to talk about yourself, it's just nothing but great things. I'm just this, I'm that. And even when you talk bad about yourself, it's really just humble bragging. It's like, you know, I'm not so great at this, but I'm, you know, you know what I'm saying. I think it's toxic towards yourself. You need to have a real grasp of yourself. And meditation has done that. It is so huge. And that's not even the, uh, I guess, super spiritual, you know, experiences that you may have. Because you may have some spiritual experiences and stuff, you know. Um, But I think that that's really healthy, you know. So when I'm talking about meditation, I feel like everybody should do just for that basis alone. It forces you to have to actually look at yourself in the mirror and build yourself, build yourself up, instead of being in a, you know, castle that's falling apart, and claiming that you're the greatest ruler that's ever ruled, you know what I'm saying, no dude, your castle needs to, you need to get them fortifications right, man, <laughs> they finna run through your stuff, and I think people need to be honest with themselves, man, be completely honest, man, I mean, if you get anything from this podcast today, at least, come away with that, Come away with that. Come come away with some, some self-awareness. Man, you'll be surprised by how many people you meet. And they do not have self-awareness, man. I think the most... Uh, I got to say the most important thing that ever happened to me during the spiritual experience is being able to pick out my own flaws and say, these are things I need to work on. I suck at these, dude. And, and, and being comfortable with being transparent about those things that's super freaking huge dude to be able to say bro i'm telling you just through meeting people right and your everyday exchanges with people rather it be friends family associates just people you don't even know who cares it is such a huge benefit to be able to have relationships with people and be able to say okay you know I suck in this area, you know, and I'm working on this and not just saying, oh, I'm just working on it just for the sake of saying I'm working on it, but actually working on it. You know what I mean? Actually working on it. And I'm, 
I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to self-improve. You know, this is my life. My life is about experiencing and experiencing and raising my frequency, raising my vibration. You know what I'm saying? Being better, you know, than I was yesterday, you know, because improvement is an everyday thing. You know what I mean? That it, it, bro, I'm telling you, man, so much more respect comes, you know, from people when they see you're that kind of person. You're not somebody who has this, uh, uh, misguided, uh, uh, perception of yourself, or you're not somebody who's always convinced on being right because we know there's a lot of those. You know what I mean? Like you're okay with being wrong, dude. Do you know how free it is, man? I'm telling you, dude. Just talking about this has really got me like really thinking. But do you know how good it feels to be okay with being wrong? Now I figured this out a long time ago, but I'm just saying, just for the sake of the podcast, guys. If you're someone who feels some type of way about being wrong, you feel bad, like, you know, like you get something wrong, you feel dumb or feel bad, or maybe, you know, you get some negative feeling towards being proven wrong or something like that, that should tell you something about yourself. A hundred thousand million billion percent should tell you something about yourself. It should tell you something. It should let you know that, bro, I need to work on myself, man. Dude, when somebody proves you wrong, you shouldn't have a bad feeling about it. At least in my opinion, I guess, you know, we're experiencing things, we're going through things, so it's a natural thing. But I from I myself used to have those feelings and now when I'm wrong, I think it's a positive experience now. I actually like it when somebody proves me wrong. I think it's cool. You know what I mean? I think it's cool to have someone say, Hey, no, this is actually the right answer. You know why? Because I don't want you to let me go around being dumb and being wrong. You know what I mean? Like if you have something to actually contribute to it, towards the conversation, actually teach me something, that is amazing, you know what I'm saying, so now I actually look at his learning experiences, and actually now, you're free, you're free from the negative uh, feeling of like, man, I was wrong, but now you feel positive about it, you feel good actually for being wrong, like, oh man, really, I was wrong, man, man, how did that actually work, you know what I mean, like, you're actually happy about it, that is a big deal, being free from being wrong is huge. I think that allows you to be a lot more transparent, a lot more real, not just yourself, but with other people too. So I think you guys should take that one to heart too. Um, that's huge. Um, meditation has just, I mean, I feel like led to a lot of these revelations. Um, I also learned through going through spirituality that as I'm learning, I like learning about a lot of things, spirituality, history, all kinds of stuff. And I learned that the history that I've been taught just growing up was completely wrong too. And it allowed me to learn about other peoples and their cultures in a more authentic way, right? So like you're learning about people the way they should be learned about, you know what I mean? Their actual histories, like who, what they're about, where they come from. You know, giving, you know, and you have a lot more respect for people in their culture when that happens, dude. Like, so many things, dude. Like, I feel like what they taught me in school was bullcrap. Like, it was bullcrap. A lot of it. Like, they didn't teach me the authentic history of the things that we we went through. It was just a tale of the victory, you know? And that sucks. So, that opened something up uh, to me, too, which was really, really cool. And now, I mean, honestly, with going through the spiritual journey, I'm not even afraid to say that I'm someone who was spiritual, a spiritualist, I guess. Um, I uh, take joy in the mystic arts. And I'm not talking about your, oh, the bad, putting curses on people and the stereotypical version of what people have to say about spirituality. Um... I feel like it's okay to know alchemy. We make medicine and stuff all the time. You know what I mean? That could be considered alchemy. <laughs> you know, like, uh, we we use the stars, you know, for, like, almost everything. Like, where do, like, when, when, when you're on a plane, astronauts, people who uh, navigate ships, bro, we use the stars for everything, dude. Not just navigation. We use it for all kinds of stuff. You know what I mean? So it's like, none of these things are bad, dude. I'm okay with being a mystical person. You know, 
I don't know. Being spiritual makes you more free, I feel like. It it alleviates a lot of the chains and the burdens that society places on you and titles that people want you to live by. And it says to heck with them. We're all living. We all don't know crap. We're all trying to figure it out. <laughs> Why can't you just live from that standpoint? You know? And I think that is huge. It shifts your mindset and allows you to take on things with a lot uh, more sense, I feel like, uh, a rational sense, You a, an open mind about things. And when you have an open mind, which is really cool, you know, it allows you to learn. You know, it allows you to learn. It frees you. Man, I don't know if people really... I think people underestimate what freedom really is. You know what I'm saying? To be free, to be who you are, learn, experience, you know, have fun and positivity and things like that. It's also allowed me to recognize when negativity is coming and how to uh, not only avoid negativity, but to be able to encounter negativity and keep my own positive energy and, um... Uh, share my positive energy with other people and maybe even change the act the aspect of the situation that's going on or taking place these are huge huge things and i'm hoping to just expound on these experiences that's what this podcast is about um but yeah meditation man meditation is huge dude it allows you to do a lot of things man and even learning about chakras and how to align them and how you know they actually affect the actual physical body this is stuff that's not like man i'm not just teaching you from an old book you know what i'm saying i'm not telling you something somebody else told me you know I, i'm experienced i'm learning about something experiencing it in finding proof in the actual tangible experience, right? That you can share with others. You know, I'm not just telling you about something that just happened and, you know, you may not be able to experience yourself, but this is something you could possibly experience yourself. You know what I mean? Like, there are scientific bases to all these things. You know, I, something that I found out that was really cool was how vibrations are real, how thoughts and frequencies are real and how they connect to the universe and consciousness and everything around us and how it affects reality in itself. How scientists have figured out that, yo, this life that we're living right now is is as fake as fake gets. It's like a video game. This is what scientists are saying about reality now. You know what I mean? That, dude, this is like a video game. It's just real to us because of our ego and what we think we are and our perception of the world. But because we don't have previous knowledge of where we came from before, which is hyper-realistic, we think this is as real as it gets, right? It's just wild. There's proof in if take a cup of water and if... uh, you have or uh if you have like a a microscope right you can see the crystals in the water i'm sure other people have heard about this um uh this scientific observation and if you speak in a negative tone or negative energy you know negative thought process or if you're doing it in a negative way speaking to it saying bad things to the water the crystals will deform you can drink it and it will actually make you feel similarly bad but then if you speak positively, speak in a positive, phone, hot, uh, a positive tone, a positive frequency vibration, positive thoughts to the water, it will form beautiful crystal-like patterns like snowflakes. Then when you drink it, you feel so ref- refreshed, you feel positive, you feel good. This is literal, tangible proof that our thoughts, vibrations, and frequencies are a real thing. And that consciousness and the universe itself may be a real link to all this stuff. I think that's why I own itself, man. I'm glad I shared that with you guys. I almost forgot all about that. But th- it's real. You know what I mean? And these things actually have an effect on our actual bodies and actual things that, you know, correspond throughout reality and life. You notice how if your energy is good and more calming and, and I'm talking about authentic, you know, calming and you know, positive and all that. You notice when you get around animals, like uh, they they're different around you. They're they 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 come with a calm attitude, almost like you're their friend, like you've been their friend. And you may not have ever met that dog or that cat or whatever, you know. But they they're just attached to you. 
And I honestly feel like animals can feel that. You know what I mean? And I feel like, again, it's another thing that kind of just says, hey, yo, your energy is a real thing. You know? So meditation is huge, dude. It's really, really, really huge. And I guess uh, another thing that I definitely wanted to talk about, um, I know some of you guys want uh, wanted me to kind of fit this into our hour segment, um, spirit medicines. Um huge i think honestly my authentic uh thought on things like uh and i'm new to this also by the way uh psilocybin mushrooms lsd which is a root um dmt which is naturally produced in our within our body and all around in nature um I think these spirit medicines, and there's other ones too, like uh, peyote, um, I think that's how you say it, uh, there's some other ones out there, I'm not really huge, huge on this yet, but the, the three I'm definitely going to go and experience um, are the mushrooms, the LSD, and the uh, DMT, just for the experience, to see what people are talking about, you know, does it really connect you to that NDE place, that place people go to um uh, i noticed that with the psychedelic things well okay first my mindset on it i think that they're not bad i remember hearing about lsd before and i didn't i know what lsd was or dmt and i'm thinking these are the things that make you jump off of you know uh <laughs> skyscrapers and do crazy stuff like you know gouge your eyes out and stuff you know but it's not that that's not what these things are they're natural they're things that have been used for thousands of years and they've only been illegal for a short amount of time <laughs> and almost every culture used them <laughs> you know what i mean so it's like i don't know that messed me up on itself but in my mindset they're not bad they're not things they're not addictive okay they don't have addictive qualities if anything you'll use them and they'll be like man you know i'll have another spiritual cleansing and three years from now or something you know they're not those type of things you know um one okay i have tried one thing i have tried the mushroom okay and i it was about a gram of psilocybin mushrooms and i think that's what they call a threshold dose or i think or a very large mush a very large micro dose i guess but I think it's a threshold dose where nothing significant happens, but you do feel everything more intensely. You can feel other people's... In something that flipped me out about uh, mushrooms, right? Or something about psychedelics, and I only barely even scrap, scratched the surface, right? Was you felt everything much more intensely. Not just your own emotions. You felt other people's emotions. You felt people's energy okay and there's a difference okay you can feel somebody's emotions right but then feel their energy and be like oh their energy's off you know i felt like also um visually on that threshold dose there was a um the everything was sharper edges were more sharp um <clears throat> colors were more um vibrant uh and it was very intense super intense like i've never felt anything like that before i will be quite honest with you just one gram of psilocybin mushrooms was intense dude just the touch of my skin was something touching on my skin was super intense like everything was intense so even now i can't even imagine like uh you know, doing a three gram dose. Uh, I do know with the mushrooms by themselves, what we will be doing is um, a monitored. Um, we will be doing this uh, safely. Um, we'll be trying a three gram mushroom dose and then coming back with the experience for that. Um, we will be trying DMT and um, ayahuasca, going to some retreats that do that with. Uh, uh, shamans and stuff guided um 
I guess what they call a guided trip. Uh, so that'd be pretty cool. Um, these things are intense, man. So you have to definitely make sure that these are things, these are spiritual things. They very much are. It's not like when you take them, you're high. Cause I wasn't high. Okay. I will definitely let you know that. Cause I'm definitely someone who has taken part in marijuana. So I know what high is. Um, when I smoke weed, I'm definitely high. You know, when you smoke marijuana, you feel relaxed, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but when it comes to things like psilocybin mushrooms or it comes to um, DMT or anything like that, it's not a high. It's definitely a uh, you're like aware of the trip, like you're going through an experience, but you're aware you're still yourself. You're still in your own, your actual own mind frame. I think what happens in psychedelic experiences is that you're being taken away. You're becoming more just consciousness. You're just experiencing. And so you're taking that mindset with you, your own mindset. And you're like, wow, I'm starting to detach from things in life that would normally be attached to and would influence my mindset. So I think they're valuable. They're spiritual experiences. And not only that, but doctors are using things now like DMT, LSD, and psilocybin mushrooms on actual patients, which is insane, dude. Like I was looking up um, some of the um, uh, medical documents that they have now for 2021 for these psychedelic things, and they're actually helping people. They're bringing them back from um, mental illnesses and um, giving people, uh, helping people out with, uh, you know, people take like mood stabilizers and stuff like that. Nope, they'll just give them a dose of psilocybin mushrooms and those people be right. In, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> right. All good. You know what I mean? And they'll even come back with these experiences of telling people that like, look, Hey, look, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm better on this stuff than I ever was. I actually got to experience myself and see where I was at. And, you know, it's stabilized me. And they've noticed that the, uh, the, uh, inhibitors in these, uh, psychedelic, I guess, um, the spirit medicines, these psychedelic drugs, I guess that they would categorize them as, um, there are ingredients in them that are actually helping. And so now they're testing them even further to see if they can come up with medicines and stuff to actually help people. I think that's pretty cool. Um, that's opening a lot of doors for people. Um, that's super cool. So we're definitely going to be doing the ayahuasca retreat. Um, we're definitely going to be doing the DMT. Um, uh, they have DMT retreats. Uh, I think it's like the toad, uh, the five MEO or whatever. Um, we'll definitely be experiencing that. Um, I got to see a podcast by Joe Rogan and another podcast by, um, uh, who is it again? Mike Tyson. There we go. Mike Tyson. And then, uh, did you guys know about Megan Fox? She just, the Megan Fox from Transformers, the hot one. (laughs) Yeah, that one. And let me tell you guys, she's she's extremely talented, by the way. I guess she's pretty, but she's insanely talented. She's a great actor, in my opinion. But she um, had an experience. She went with her boyfriend, Machine Gun Kelly, the rapper. And they went on an ayahuasca retreat. And she was talking about how she found God. How she experienced, experienced her version of hell, which was really all of the negative thoughts and things that, you know were placed upon her and things that they worked out awesome dude i think this stuff is really helping people and because celebrities are doing it and then coming with their experiences it's making it more uh acceptable in society standards so we'll definitely be experiencing those things and i can't wait to experience those things with you so i wanted to fit that in there a little bit because we're definitely going to be doing that And uh, we're definitely going to be going and learning from different teachers and things like that who know a lot about this spirituality stuff. I wanted to take a moment, though, to uh, tell you about a friend's uh, shop on Broadway. Um, I'll have to put down the address and everything like that in the description. Um, You guys can ask me about it, too. Kundalini, one of the best places to shop for the metaphysical (laughs) 
and the, your uh, mystical experience. No, seriously, I have a lot of authentic things there. And I really honestly um, want to encourage people who are in Kansas and Wichita to go out and uh, support her shop, Kundalini in Wichita, Kansas on Broadway. I'll put the address in the description. And before the segment ends, which is in like 20 seconds, I also want to thank our Norwegian uh people are uh swedish people are danish people are canadian people all are people from around the world they